everybody. I'm Tim Muma. Thanks for joining us on localjobnetwork.com radio. This is I Want to Be A, where each episode we fill in that blank with a different discipline and speak with a professional from that industry. Now, this episode is I Want to Be a Public Relations Professional. In the studio, we've brought in Don Klein, the Senior Communications Advisor for Aurora Healthcare, as well as the President of the Public Relations Society of America, Southeastern Wisconsin Chapter. Don, thanks for coming in today. It's great to be here. Uh, usually what we like to do with our guests before we jump into sort of the meat of everything is just to give our listeners an idea of what your career has been like. Sure. Well, I started I started out actually as a print journalist. Um, I worked at a number of different newspapers, both weekly and daily, as a reporter and as an editor. And along the way, I transitioned into more of a marketing public relations type of a role. So my first role was with a bank company. I also worked for an agency and uh, currently work for Aurora Healthcare, the uh, largest healthcare provider in Wisconsin. So that's cool. I mean, you've had a little bit of everything as far as touching on the communication side and a little of that PR side, Mm -hmm. obviously. The first question I always like to ask when we have an expert in here is, how how do you define your industry? So how do you define what a public relations professional would be? Sure. I think a public relations professional is somebody who can be a clear communicator, somebody who represents either a business or an organization who can really clearly speak to what that organization is about and get their message heard out there where there are so many competing messages these days. It's hard to get your message heard. And a public relations professional is a trusted source of information for journalists and other community stakeholders to understand what the organization is about, answer questions, and really get that story told. And we do that through a lot of different ways, uh, increasingly using technology. So even though things have kind of changed in the way we do our jobs, the ultimate goal, which is to provide information, influence opinion, really hasn't changed. Sure. Now, you mentioned briefly that you had started off you know, on the journalism side of things. So was there something that, that piqued your interest to get into this area? Or was there something that drew you to PR specifically? I mean, take us down that path a little bit. Yeah. Uh, as a journalist, I worked frequently with public relations professionals, and I found the vast majority of, the, of them to be very helpful, okay. knowledgeable, uh, and I found their jobs to be pretty interesting. And so along the way, as I worked at different journalism jobs, I found that um, I was always kind of thinking in the back of my head, I might want to get into that someday. <laughs> and uh, you know, I think we kind of know where the, uh, the news industry is going a little bit. It's True. a little bit of a tougher field to stay in these days. And so uh, when an opportunity arose to jump ship and do something a little bit different, go to the dark side, as my <laughs> uh, former colleagues in the news business would say, I, I took that chance. So what was that like? How did that transition work? Was it something that you were actively pursuing? Did, did, did you said an opportunity sort of arose? Just to give people an idea, maybe they're in a similar situation. They want to change careers. Yeah. Uh, it was something where I was looking a little bit, nothing too active, but then uh, I did see an opportunity that really looked like a good fit for me. And this was when I worked for a bank or was going to be working for them. Okay. And uh, it just, it seemed very uh like a very good opportunity because this was uh, an organization that didn't have a real strong PR presence Mm. uh, other than more of a reactive front. So if somebody would call and need some information, they weren't doing a lot of active outreach. And this was an opportunity for me to come in with my media experience, understanding what media people need to know and and really tell that that bank's story. And so it was kind of an ideal setup. And that was one of the things that made it attractive to me. Well, it's, it's cool you bring that that side of it up because that's one thing I think a lot of people are going to wonder is, okay, what what do you do on a, a regular basis? Sort of, again, we're speaking generalities and as you and I talked before mm-hmm. the show, 
you know, it's sort of it's broadened out very much of what public relations professionals do. But uh, maybe break it down a little bit. What in a typical day would your typical PR professional be working on? What would they be doing to help with their organization? Great question. I think it depends a lot on the type of organization you're working for. So uh, if you're working for, say, a corporation, you're going to be doing probably some strategic planning. You're going to be looking at uh, messaging, what kind of information do you want to get out to the public? So kind of that looking ahead and planning Mm -hmm. aspect. But then you're also going to be responding to media calls and following up on pitches that you might have made in the recent past. Um, and then there's just, you know, kind of the odds and ends that come in too. you know, communication needs, crises that happen. Sure. Uh, so while you can plan your day, there's <laughs> always the unpredictable element. Um, I would say one difference uh, at an agency environment is there's a lot more of the client service aspect. Okay. So in addition to doing media outreach and a lot of writing and things like that, you're also communicating with the clients. You're helping them to understand what you're working on, listening to them, finding out what their needs are, and really having that dialogue sometimes on a daily basis. Sure. So that can be a little bit of a different spin on things. Well, if we were looking at it, you know, and, and you can maybe break it down then from the corporate side versus an mm-hmm. agency side, how much of it, maybe percentage-wise, or if you can give us sort of a visual of how much is focused on you know, clients versus media versus crises management, um, which we maybe touch on a little bit later, uh, how would you break that down as far as what you're, what you're working on? And again, I know it's mm. going d- to completely depend on where you're at and then right. things come up, but I mean, from your experience, people you've talked to, what would you say the breakdown is like? Right. I would say that if you're in an agency environment, you're going to probably be spending a good third of your time on client management. Okay. And that can include not only talking with them on the phone or emailing with them, but also managing their account and making sure that their bills are paid mm-hmm. and things like that. Kind of the you know behind the scenes things that happen. Uh, from there, you know, there's a lot of writing involved. So I could say that you'd spend maybe another third of your day writing, whether it's pitches or press releases, position statements, things like that. You know, if you have to respond to a crisis, that might take another maybe 10% of your day as well. So uh, it all kind of adds up. Sure. Well, it's funny you say, you know, the crisis might be like 10% because I think a lot of people hear PR and they think of, you know, spin doctors and and you're always trying to present the company in that best light. Um, I mean, do you think that's a bad rap that that PR professionals get? Is it is a little overblown? And what's sort of your overall take on that? Right. I, I think that it is overblown, the whole spin doctor thing, you know, and no, nothing really makes me cringe more than to say, <laughs> hey, can you get a good spin on whatever it is? Right, because, right. you know, at that point, you know that whoever you're counseling just doesn't get what PR is all mm. about. I mean, at its essence, PR is about presenting really the, the information about your organization in the best possible way. You know, I mean, it's you have to be open to the fact that not all the information that is out there is positive about you. Sure. But every organization has a lot of good things to tell as well. So what some people might see as spin, others might see as just getting all the facts out there in a persuasive way. Mm-hmm. You know, it came up and, and one of our, and my colleagues also brought up um, with healthcare specifically, there's always a lot of stuff out there about, you know, dealing with the insurance and, and, and those aspects that there might be some of that, I don't know, uh, creative writing, so to speak. Do you see that as being more common maybe in, in any industry where maybe there is you know, a little more uh, a spin and where people maybe have earned that that credibility or, or I mean, I guess I don't want to put you on the spot necessarily, but just trying to give the listeners an idea of where maybe that might exist versus it might be more straightforward in a different industry. Yeah, I think you may be able to get away with a little more spin, if you want to call it that, uh, in maybe the entertainment industry okay. where you're you know, maybe hyping a new band that's coming to town right. or there's you know some 
theatrical production or something like that, where, you know, if you think of the posters for these things, they're all full of, you know, hey, this is the greatest show on earth and this is amazing. <laughs> and you, you may have a little bit more leeway there than when you're trying to pitch a product to a trade publication mm -hmm. that's you know based on a business need of, you know, some kind of agricultural something or other. There's, right. there's not a lot of spin to be done there. It kind of is what it is. Sure. When it comes to maybe getting information out there to the media, um, you know, the idea of it's it's sort of free advertisement versus the actual marketing side of things. What information are you getting out there? How are you how are you presenting it? Because um, you know you're not you're not writing the story for them, but I, you're clearly trying to give them the ideas to to get out. You know whether it's a new product or whatever it might be. Um, how does that sound? How does that look? How does that work if you're in PR and and trying to get that out to the media? Yeah, I think we're, it all starts with understanding what your product or service is and understanding what news reporters or business reporters or whoever might be out there who may have an interest in your product. And it's really following those reporters, either reading what they're saying in the newspaper or online or mm -hmm. following them on social media, understanding where your clients might fit. So a lot of times these reporters don't have a, a client contact with whoever it is that you know they may be working with. Maybe they have a competitor that they work with all the time. Sure. Your job is to kind of get in there, get in the conversation with them, maybe follow up with them and say, hey, I saw your article about our competitor. Right. I wanted to let you know that this is also something that's going on. And hmm. sometimes they're just not even aware of it and just haven't had the contact or the outreach. And that's one way to kind of get in there and you know tell your story. Right. No, I like that's a great idea. And just the idea of the competitor and you have that sort of... Uh, connection there to make right, right off the bat and give them the other idea. That's exactly right. How about other projects? I mean, I, I know you've mentioned some of the things that you might be working on in terms of um, maybe who you're working with, and it, you know, maybe if it is at an agency or if it's within a, a company itself, um, you know, in terms of are you dealing with marketing? Are you working with executives? How much freedom do you have? Just sort of how that all works together um, within that profession. Right. You know, it absolutely depends on the job and it depends on, you know, what your role in there specifically is. But I can tell you the, you know, some of the roles that I've had um, have included um, heavy contact with executives. Sure. whether it's uh, doing some preparatory work for an interview or going over some talking points or making sure that you know an event is coming together and so that they know what to expect there so there's there's plenty of work to be done there um, you know there's a tremendous amount of freedom I think in in this role in terms of setting your own schedule uh, you know deciding for yourself what makes sense to do when. Mm -hmm. So you can maybe schedule something with the executives here and then maybe set aside some time in the afternoon to do some writing work, some, some media outreach, whatever it happens to be. A lot of it is driven by what other people's demands are too. So maybe right. your executive is only available from 11 to 1130. You're going <laughs> to kind of work around that so that you know, everything else works out. Um, you know, Media calls obviously take priority too. So you, know, you kind of fit in your regular work around the things that can't be Sure. Oh, I think it's a great way to put it and a good insight for our listeners out there. Along those same lines, then, what would you point to as being some of those skills that are, are absolutely necessary or even the personalities that are, are vital to being successful in this career? Sure. I, you know, I think first and foremost, you have to be a good writer. Mm -hmm. I've, I've heard PR people describe themselves as, hey, I'm just a great people person. And there's something <laughs> to be said for that. I mean, you can't really be an introvert and to yourself and succeed in the field. There's a lot of talking to people mm -hmm. and being comfortable in unfamiliar environments. That's for sure. But at the core of it, you have to be a good writer. You have to be able to synthesize whatever it is that the organization that you're working with uh, is advocating sure. and distill it into either a press release or talking points or – 
some kind of a media brief or bylined articles where you can get articles placed under a certain name. You kind of ghostwrite those things. Okay. All of those different things are you know tools that PR people use all the time. And if you're not an effective writer, you know you're really at a disadvantage. Uh, I would say another skill that's absolutely essential nowadays is proficiency in social media. Mm. We're seeing it all the time. Uh, more and more reporters are on Twitter and Facebook. Yep. It's really becoming an expectation of public relations professionals to be visible in social media circles. Uh, you know, you can, depending on who your clients are or who your business is, you can kind of target who you want to be visible to. Sure, but. I think the days of simply sending off a press release or an email uh, are, are kind of coming to an end a little bit. Right. You know, some reporters that have been around for a long, long time, they're fine with that. They would actually prefer that you pick up the phone and talk to them <laughs> you know, like they might have done 30 years ago. But there's other reporters that if you're not on Twitter and not retweeting their stuff, I mean, they're not going to necessarily give you the time of day. So it's really a skill that's very important. And one of the things I've noticed with our PRSA meetings is that whenever we do a program on social media, we always get good attendance because I think this message has really resonated with the PR community that you have to be proficient in social media. Right. Since you brought that up, and I think, you know, the workforce sort of gets younger and a new generation that comes in, that sort of thing. For yourself, is, is there any uneasiness with the use of social media from, you know, executives and knowing that, yes, you can monitor things, but we see it all the time where, you know, this company tweeted something out and then that person ends up getting fired or they said something inappropriate. Uh, I guess how much of that is always in the back of your mind or is it would be a concern, do you think, to executives or, or people in those positions? It's It's always a concern. And I think that one of the best ways that a PR person can make sure that you don't have these sort of unhappy accidents is to really be um, at the table with the executives when it's decided how are you going to use social media right. and what kind of um, resources are you going to put against that so that you do have qualified people who are um, putting these messages out and they understand what the company's philosophy is and how social media will be used. And, you know, it's one of these things, too, where you really need to have a game plan for when the unexpected happens, when all of a sudden something's blowing up on Facebook because there's customer complaints. Right. And a lot of times I think the uh, wish of the executives is that it would just go away. <laughs> and sometimes the PR person is sitting there you know, knocking on the door going, hey, this is blowing up. And if we don't do anything here, or we ignore it. It's just going to get worse and worse and worse. So I think before you even get into that situation, the rules should be set up front to say, okay, if this happens, this is what we recommend. Are you on board with this or not? And then if they're not, then social media may not, or how they want to use it may right. not be where they want to go. But I will say that it is not always easy to get executives to be <laughs> ready to have free-flowing information in the event of a crisis, because I think, obviously, the it's easier to just shut down at that sure. point. No, I think that you know, I think you're right on with that, and I think a lot of the listeners can probably, uh, you know, they've seen it happen as we've seen, mm -hmm. um, and and can attest to that a little bit. How about some of the things in in this profession that you see as uh, maybe you don't like as much, or they're just extremely challenging, or, or things you you would like to see changed? Uh, and it doesn't have to be on any grand scale, but um, just to give again some some insight into um, you know what, what some of those aspects are. I think one of the things that you see nowadays uh, in not only PR but 
really communications in general and just the broader workforce is the idea that you have to do more with less. Hmm. So budgets are tighter and resources are strained sometimes. And oftentimes you're asked to do more than maybe reasonable. And right. I would say that's especially true in kind of junior level positions when okay. you're first getting started. And you know, there's a tendency to just kind of work people and make them do the best they can, even though they might be heading a little bit towards burnout. (laughs) And I think that's unfortunate because PR, any communications role, really requires a certain amount of time to be creative and thoughtful about what you're Mm -hmm. recommending and how you're executing things. And unfortunately, nowadays, sometimes you don't always have the luxury to, you know, maybe do things as polished as you might like. And so, you know, that's something that always challenges me because then I can, I have to think of ways to better organize my time and mm-hmm. be more efficient and be thoughtful about how I carve out my day so that I'm hitting the priorities and not getting distracted so that I am meeting the needs of whoever I'm working with. No, I think it's a great, great area to point out the idea of taking that, being able to have that time to be creative or to innovate a little bit, but um, just also, as you said, the way communication is, how it just goes, it's boom, 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 it's out there. Social media, as you mentioned, right. definitely seems like a big part of it. Uh, so we've given, you know, I think the listeners a good idea of, of what maybe goes into the profession. As we talked about it, it's going to vary, of course, where you ever end up, but that's a good general conversation. So I want to talk a little bit about getting into um, the education side of things. What is important, again, for those younger listeners, as far as um, you know, what exactly they're looking at degree-wise, um, if choices of school, how much of that matters. Uh, just just your general um, sort of take on the education piece. Sure. I, I would say that, uh, you know, public relations programs are, are generally looked upon favorably mm-hmm. if, if you know that this is where you want to go with your career. Um, I would also say that, you know, general mass communications majors are, are good. Even liberal arts can be very good in this profession. Um, I was an English major. So, I okay. mean, I, you know, originally, I mean, part of my plan was to go into newspapers. So that, you know, <laughs> kind of made sense for that. But right. um, at the same time, you know, I don't know that there's a, really a bad major that you can have for this. But, you know, depending on the school that you go to, if they're kind of well known for their sure. uh, PR or, you know, program, it'd be worth checking out. I think I would say that even more important than what major you have is what internships you get. Mm. That is huge. And uh, as you look at what you're doing with your, you know, sophomore year, junior year, into your senior year, I mean, you really need to be stacking up multiple internships in order to be competitive when you graduate. Sure. Uh, I, I think that's a, a perfect piece of advice for those listening. And and I was going to ask about that. Any mm-hmm. sort of other activities or, or areas where you could maybe get that experience before you get into the workforce? Uh, and with those internships, would you suggest that being at, uh, I mean, would it be at a media mm-hmm. place? Would it be at a, a corporation? Do you think it, it wouldn't matter too much? I guess what, what would your feel be on that? You know, I, I think any of those would work. My personal thought on that would be uh, to try an agency. Okay. And the reason I say that is because uh, ag- a lot of agencies rely on interns to do not just grunt work, but real, honest to goodness work for clients. 
writing, pitching, a lot of social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, if you can get in there, you probably will see a variety of clients uh, in different industries and have many different roles. And from that, that may actually help you define what you want to do with your career uh, going forward. Uh, you can get that same experience in a corporation or a nonprofit, but at that point, you're probably going to be a little bit more focused. There's probably not going to be that range of experiences okay. that you're going to have. So, uh, and I know that many agencies, I think probably most agencies have internship programs for that exact reason. Right. And a lot of times they will pick the best of their interns to, to bring on at probably the assistant account executive level right after graduation. Well, that's cool because it sounds like, I mean, there really would be opportunities there to, to learn on the job and acquire a lot of those skills. And, you know, you mentioned the social media aspect. Again, I would think, you know, some college kids, that'd be perfect role for them to sort of help along, help out in that, that aspect. How about when you're getting into the idea of applying for jobs? Um, you know, are there are there certain? I mean, do you do you go through certain groups or, or um, different societies to sort of make those connections? Is it is it just your typical applying in a resume and cover letter? Uh, I guess how does the the industry work in terms of uh, in terms of applying for jobs? Right. I you know I would say in this profession in particular, it is a lot about who you know. Sure. I would say for any job that you're applying for, there's probably dozens, if not hundreds of people applying for the same job. So it really comes down to, do you have a personal connection Hmm. with that potential employer? And luckily in PR and communications in general, there's lots of networking opportunities out there where you can connect people. And I've I've benefited from it myself. I've gotten jobs based off of networking things that I've done. And um, one of the things I would obviously, as PRSA president, recommend is PRSA. (laughs) I wondered. Uh, Yeah, yeah, that might be a good place to go. (laughs) Yeah, we actually we we have plenty of networking opportunities for people. to to meet and greet, and this is you know people that are just out of school right. to mid career to senior level folks, but for folks that are in college, um, the Public Relations Students Society of America, so PRSSA, okay. is a huge resource. Uh, they are um, organizations that run just like PRSA chapters. Uh, they have networking events. They have development programs, so you can learn some new skills there. Um, they're often mentored by a um, professor, so there's a connection there to sure. the school. That is something that I would highly recommend to anybody who is uh, still in school, uh, in addition to internships and just doing good in your, in your coursework, because you're going to meet some people there that can really help you. Right. I, I think that's a, a perfect way to, to help out our listeners. Hopefully, they take advantage of those resources. And I appreciate you, the, the mention of those, not just your organization, but, right. but just the idea that those are out there, obviously, um, they can take advantage. We're getting a little low on time, but I want to ask you about um, any of your experiences that really have stood out, any projects that you worked on or, or something that, that you just took pride in um, that you've done in your career that you would say, you know, maybe that's that's one of the reasons I wanted to be in, in, this, uh, in this industry because I really enjoyed that. What would you point to? Sure. You know, one of the things that I've done that I really enjoyed the most, that have been the most rewarding is um, when I worked at a bank and one of the partnerships that we had was with a children's safety organization. Okay. So what we did is we hosted these uh, every month or so, we would have car seat checks and hmm. we would have, you know, come to the Survive Alive house and sure. you know, all these sorts of things that, you know, would be great resources for kids and families. And we'd host them at our bank branches. And it was an opportunity to get on TV and talk a little bit about our bank and to, you know, talk about it in the newspaper. But then also you realize that you were actually doing some good out there. You were providing a service, giving some visibility to a group that otherwise may not get that visibility. Right. And 
and actually providing them a place to do business and be visible. So I really enjoyed that. It was something that, um, you know, I, I think was a big success and it's, and it's kind of lived on. So, you know, it's, it just shows you that even though you may be working for a corporation or, you know, some organization that's really focused on selling something, there are ways to find um, that you can do, do good for the community. Right. And that, that, that's important to me. You know, we talked a little bit about maybe what some of the beliefs people have about PR might be, and maybe that's overblown as far as the, the spin doctor idea. But generally speaking, when we have these shows, we like to wrap up, give our listeners sort of a, a good takeaway from our expert guests and just, you know, whatever, wherever you want to go with it in terms of how you feel about the profession, um, any last minute advice that you could give those listening, um, and really just let you have the floor here to close it out. Okay, great. I, I've really enjoyed uh, talking with you today. I'm always happy to talk about the PR profession and the opportunities that it presents. I think one thing that I would leave your listeners with is public relations as a profession, it is about communicating. It's about using the tools that are out there, whether it's the, you know, the press or social media or whatever it might be. But public relations is bigger than that. It's, it's, it's deeper than that. It's, it's about being a strategist. It's about being a business partner. It's about sitting at the table with the leaders of an organization and deciding you know, what is it that your company is trying to do and how are we going to get that message out there to people. And I, I think a lot of times, especially you know, folks that are new to the profession, think that it's just about the tactics and it mm. really isn't. And um, in order to make this profession all that it can be, it really relies on the PR people to think of themselves not just as tacticians, not as just people calling the press and asking for a story, but looking a little bit deeper and thinking, how can communications effectively done benefit the organization that I'm working with? And I, I challenge people to think about that, even in those you know, more junior roles, because there's always opportunities to really lift what it is that you're doing to that next level and uh, show yourself for the professional that you really are. So that was kind of what I would leave you with. I think it's a great place to finish up here today on I Want to Be a Public Relations Professional. Unfortunately, we are out of time for this episode. Our expert guest today has been Don Klein. He's the Senior Communications Advisor for Aurora Healthcare, as well as the President of the Public Relations Society of America, Southeastern Wisconsin Chapter. Thanks again, Don, for coming on today and sharing your expertise. We do appreciate it. Thank you. Of course, if you have any comments or questions regarding any of our podcasts here on LJN Radio, just email us at ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. Thanks again for listening. I'm your host, Tim Muma. Take care, everybody.